Hey guys, welcome to the Pro Writer Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Blanchard. This is episode three. Today, I'm actually going to be talking about the best selling author mindset formula, which is a new ebook that I just wrote. Um, it's free on my website. If you want to check it out, go to jenniferblanchard.net. Um, and I will also put the link in the show notes. But this is something that I put together based on my experience this year with going from a writer who felt very unfulfilled, very much like I wasn't getting what I wanted done every day, and just really feeling like I wasn't where I wanted to be in my writing career, going from that to being a two-time best-selling author in multiple categories on Amazon, and just really finally being in a place where I'm feeling successful as a writer. I'm writing every single day, multiple times a day now. Um, I've published five new books, and it's just been phenomenal. So I really attribute this probably more than 90% to mindset. And that might seem extreme, but honestly, mindset has been the number one thing that has changed everything for my writing career. And like, yeah, I had momentum and I've done a lot of work and I've been at this since 2008 um, online and you know even longer before that offline, but it just didn't all come together until I had my mindset in the right place. So today I'm going to share with you my story a little bit, and then I'm going to walk you through my best-selling author mindset formula, which if you apply this in your own writing life, will totally change the game for you. So obviously I can't guarantee that it turns you into a bestseller, but I guarantee that it will change the way you think. And when you change the way you think, you act differently. And when you act differently, you make things happen that you didn't have the chance to make before. So I guarantee that this will change your life and your writing life, especially if you apply it. So again, just to sort of give you a little bit of background on me. So I am a author, I'm a speaker, I'm actually a strategy and success mindset coach. And by strategy, you know, that's really anything that emerging authors need to actually get their writing out there to hit publish, to finish, and to sell more books. So, you know, the strategy of being an author online. And back in May of 2016, I discovered something pretty crazy about being a best-selling author, and that's the fact that it's more mindset than anything else. Yes, of course you have to sell books, you have to do marketing, you know, there's no way around that. But if you can get your mind to a place where it believes that you're already a best-selling author, even if you're actually not yet, the rest will figure itself out. And so now the way I see being a best-selling author is this. Do you feel in your soul that you will be a best-selling author at some point? So that is a question you need to ask yourself and, you know, you don't have to tell anybody the answer, but just ask yourself, do you really truly deep down feel like you are going to be a best-selling author? Like it will happen for you. And that when I asked myself that question, that's when I finally stepped into that identity. So when you can get your mind to a place where you already believe it, then the action taking that's required and the, um, the how to make it happen will all show up for you. And I'm absolutely living proof of this. So in February of 2016, I was dreaming of being a best-selling author. So up to that point, it had been a dream of mine for a very long time since I was 13 years old. Um, obviously, I want to be a New York Times bestseller, but we'll start with Amazon and go from there. Um, but the idea was I was dreaming of being a best-selling author, except there was one big problem. I didn't actually believe it was possible. Not that it wasn't possible, but it wasn't possible for me. So I just didn't have that belief that it could happen to me. So I talked about it a lot, and I even believed that someday I might actually make it a goal of mine. So up to that point, I hadn't even tried to become a bestseller 
because I just didn't know how it was going to happen. And if I couldn't figure out how, I just didn't think that I could buy into the fact that it would happen. So I just didn't believe it. And then in February, everything changed. So I actually met an author who has written 47 books, 46 of which have hit number one on Amazon. So 46. And yes, she does have a huge following. So she's, you know, written a ton of books, has a huge following. So yeah, it's a little bit easier for her books to hit number one. But the thing is, she's done it so many times that it made me realize if she could do it that many times, I can at least do it once, right? So it sort of just got in my head where it was like, okay, this is totally possible for me. And so when I had that perspective switch, when I really shifted into thinking that it was possible for me, all of a sudden I felt different. Like I, you know, didn't really do anything about it right away, but I just kept believing that it was possible. So actually in that moment, I started writing in my journal every day. I am a bestselling author. I am a bestselling author. All my books hit number one. I am a bestselling author and just writing it in my journal. And I was doing this every single day for a few months. And then in April, something happened. So I was actually talking to a friend of mine and I mentioned to her that I wanted to start writing and publishing more books. So I was, like I said, just sort of fed up with where I was at, realizing that it was mostly because I wasn't taking enough action. I wasn't writing and publishing enough. Um, I just decided that I was done. And so I told my friend that I was going to challenge myself to write and publish nine books um, by December 31st. So not necessarily, you know, full length books, but eBooks. So focused on a particular topic, something, you know, specific that's fitting for my community and my audience, but then also a novel on top of that. So nine books. So after I hung up with my friend, something else hit me. It was time for me to become a bestselling author. I just truly felt that it was time. It just felt like, okay, now is that time that I put that goal on my list, that I actually make it a focus of mine, that I actually actively pursue it. So at that point, I obviously had no clue how I was going to make it happen, but something had shifted. Like I said, inside, I just felt different and I really truly felt like this is time. It's going to happen now. So I started really feeling like I was already a bestselling author, even though it hadn't physically happened in my you know reality yet. So I hadn't seen it happen. I still wasn't technically selling enough books, but I just believed it. There was just this voice inside me that was coming through so clear and more so than it ever had before. And it was saying this, 2016 is the year I become a bestselling author. So that's what I heard. And rather than fight it, which is what I would usually do, I decided to own it. So I decided to step into that persona. I decided to, you know, go big with it and to really make it, this is what's going to happen for me. It was a done deal. So what I did was I actually created a mastermind group where the focus would be getting a behind-the-scenes look at how to become a best-selling author on Amazon. So I actually invited people to watch me as I did the work to become a bestseller, which I honestly thought was going to take quite a bit of time. You know, I, I was like, all right, well, this is going to be something that's going to take some time, but by inviting people to watch me, it's going to give me the motivation I need to keep going. So I launched the mastermind, and right away I had about 30 people that signed up. So it was really cool, excited to have a group of people, you know, in with me. And then I even decided to call the group the best-selling author mastermind. Now, this was something that I was toying with. I was a little bit nervous to call the group that, but I talked to my friend about it and she actually reasoned with me that because I was going to be a best-selling author eventually, that it was okay to call the group that, you know? So I was like, is it okay to call it that if I'm not technically a bestseller yet? And she was like, you just invited people to watch you become a bestseller. So it's totally fine to call the group that. And she also believed and I, you know, agreed with her was that it would send a much more powerful sign to the universe that I was ready to make that happen 
by calling my group that. So I'm saying, hey, this is my group, The Bestselling Author Mastermind. You can watch me become a bestselling author on Amazon this year. Boom, it's going to happen. And so, you know, all that happened, I launched the mastermind group. And not even kidding you when I say this, one week after starting the mastermind group, my newest ebook, Align Your Writing Habits to Success, hit number one in the authorship category on Amazon, and I became a number one bestselling author. Um, pretty crazy, pretty crazy, and especially because it happened so quickly. But I really think it was that stepping fully into the persona of I not only believed it, but I was starting to put things in my physical reality that represented the fact that I believed it was going to happen. So by inviting people to watch me make it happen, to starting this mastermind group and actually calling it best-selling author, I called in powerful you know, magnetics to the thing that I wanted, which was to be a best-selling author. So again, it happened very quickly, but I think it was a, a combination of the momentum that was already built. Obviously, that was my sixth book that I published, so I'd had several out there. Um, but it wasn't just that, but it was also just the fact that I owned it and I made it happen. So since then, I've actually had another book hit number one, uh, The 15-Minute Writer. It actually hit number one in three, three categories simultaneously. And then it continued to stay at number one in the short reads educational reference category for an entire month, which was pretty freaking cool. So that book has been selling like hotcakes, which is awesome. So you probably think at this point that I've done something to make this happen, right? So I must have spent tons of hours on marketing or my email list must have 10,000 people on it or something like that. But here's the thing, I didn't do anything different, at least not in my physical reality. So yeah, I had already written and published five books when my sixth one hit number one. Yes, that's true. And I did have momentum built up. I had a small readership. I had an email list. You know, there are a few thousand people on it. But the thing is, I wasn't really doing anything different. Like I was using the same process that I've always used to write and develop my books and to publish my books. I mean, yes, I did commit to writing and publishing more books, but that still wasn't it. Because what the whole best-selling author really, thing really came down to for me was the fact that I was focused on it, that I made it something that I was going to do and that I really just thought that it was going to happen and I believed that it was going to happen. So it, it changed my entire life and the thing that did it was mindset. Mindset was the number one thing that changed everything for me. So it was about Getting, to my, getting my mind to a point where I believed that it was going to happen, that I believed it was possible for me, and not just that I believed it was possible. So first of all, you have to believe that it's possible, obviously. But then you have to go even further and make sure that you believe it's possible for you because that's the distinction right there. You believe it's possible because you've seen other people do it. But until you believe it's possible for you, you're not going to be able to make it happen. So that's really what it was all about. And so... I came to the conclusion that mindset is the most neglected aspect of being a professional writer because you can do all of the practical actions in the world, the marketing, have the email list, you know, do social media, write and publish books, but none of that makes a bit of difference if your mind isn't in the right place. Your mind is the most powerful tool that you have at your disposal to create the writing life that you dream of having. So you have to commit to using it. You have to commit to doing things in a way that other writers won't. So most writers are going to operate in this way. And this is true of most people as well, but I'm saying writers because that's what we are, writers. Most writers operate by looking at their physical reality and deciding that's what's true for them. So that's why you often hear writers saying things like, being a writer is hard, or you can't make a living from being a writer, or struggle is just part of the writing life. But I'm here to tell you that that is all bullshit. And the reason is because there is another way to look at being a writer, and that's from the inside out. So the inside out version comes from creating beliefs 
and thoughts that you need to be thinking in order to create the results and the outcomes that you want to see show up in your physical reality. So most people look at reality and react to that. This is what's true. But what reality actually is, is just the result of previous ways of thinking and acting. So by changing the way you think and act today, it will change your physical reality. Now, it may not happen overnight. It may not happen as fast as it did for me, but it will happen and it will continue to happen as long as you continue. So what I'm going to teach you on this podcast today and the whole idea of the best-selling author mindset formula is that it's the inside-out version of being a best-selling author. So this is the stuff that no one really talks about. This is the stuff that 99% of writers completely ignore because they've been brainwashed into believing that you have to struggle to be a writer, that it has to be hard, and that being a best-selling author is a pipe dream. It's one of those things that happens to other people, but it doesn't happen to you. So what I'm going to teach you is going to change your world. It's going to shift everything if you let it, and it will help you get rid of the old BS stigmas that the writing world is filled with because you don't need them, and they're not true, and especially in the digital age, they are absolutely not true. So let me just say that. But the thing is you have to be willing to let it in. You have to be willing to put in the time every single day to work on your mind. So it can be five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, whatever you want to devote to it, but you got to do it every single day and you got to do it forever. And I know that sounds crazy, but if you think about it, your mind and keeping your mind in the right place and your mindset strong is the same thing as going to the gym and exercising or eating healthy or whatever other things you do to maintain things that you care about. So your mindset is super important and it's that thing that will change the game for your writing life. I'm absolutely proof of that. And so again, I hope that this uh, mindset formula really helps you to step into the author that you want to be so that you can create the bestseller status that you desire. All right. So the very first step in the formula is to get clear. So the reason this is the first step is because you cannot create what you want to see in your life if you don't know what it is that you want. And I think most people in general don't take enough action because they're not clear on what it is that they want or they don't make enough decisions. So they're not decisive enough and they're not clear on things and they're not sure what to do. So you have to get clear. Do you want to be a best-selling author? Maybe you don't. And if you don't, then that's fine. What do you want? Focus on that. But if you do want to be a bestseller, do you want to be a bestseller on Amazon, New York Times, both? I mean, do you have other books or other places that you want to be a bestseller? I mean, these are things to think about. Do you want to make a certain amount of money from your book sales every month? If so, how much? How many books would you have to sell and at what price to make that happen? Uh, what category do you want to hit number one in? Do you already have a book in that category or do you need to write and publish one in that category? So these are questions you can ask yourself to get really clear on exactly what you want because the clearer you are, the more likely you are to hit your goal. When you don't have a clear picture, it's harder to get anywhere because when your mind is unclear, it just spins in circles and keeps you stuck. So you have to do something to get clear. Your mind likes clarity and likes to know exactly what it's aiming at. So I always say, uh, think of it this way. So if you're trying to hit a bullseye on a you know dartboard, you're much more likely to actually hit the bullseye if you're aiming for it. Now, I know that sounds stupid. Of course, you're going to aim for it if you're going to hit it. But the thing is, you would be surprised how many people say they want to hit the bullseye, but their mind is aiming at something totally different. Why? because they don't believe they can actually hit the bullseye. So rather than focus on it and aim for it, they just say they want to hit it, but then they throw at the two or they throw at the seven or they throw at something else. It's like, okay, well, that's fine, but you said you wanted to hit a bullseye. And they do this because 
then they can save face when they don't actually hit it. Oh, yeah, oh, I, I missed, or I wasn't aiming, or I tripped, whatever. They can say they tried, or it wasn't in the cards for them, or other people can do it, but they can't. It gives them that permission to say those things and to believe them. But the thing that I'm going to say about that is those excuses may be totally valid, but they're still going to cost you the bullseye. And, and that's the same thing with being a best-selling author. So you can say you want to be a best-selling author as many times as you want, you can say it. But if you're not attempting it, so if you know you can uh, do some marketing and sell books, but if you're not actually aiming for best-selling author status, it's not going to happen, which is why it's super important to get clear on exactly what you want. Whether it's a best-selling author, you know, whether it's something else completely, doesn't matter. Get clear. That is the first step. The second step is to decide. So now that you're clear on what you want, you have to decide. So this probably sounds weird, like, yeah, I'm clear. I've decided. But you really haven't. Because the thing is, deciding is a very definite thing. So decide actually means that you've cut off all other possibilities. It means you've weighed all your options and then you've picked one. You've said, this is what I'm aiming for. So let me ask you, have you actually decided that you're a best-selling author? Have you decided that? And I don't mean, have you thought about it? Have you got clear on wanting it? But I'm asking, have you decided that you want this and that you're willing to cut off all other possibilities? Are you willing to accept, or are you unwilling rather, to accept anything less than bestseller status? Have you decided it's a done deal for you? If you have, then great, you've decided. But if you haven't, if you're still willing to accept something other than being a bestselling author, then you haven't decided. Because deciding means not settling. It means not accepting anything other than what you want to see happen. And yes, it takes time. So yeah, you may not see it happen as soon as you decide it. But the thing is, when you decide it is when it will happen because that is exactly what happened for me. So the day I decided 2016 was the year I become a best-selling author, that's when it happened. So years of dreaming about it didn't help me. Years of talking about it didn't do anything. It was making the decision that I would be a bestseller and that I would not quit no matter how long it took, and that's what did it. And again, what's funny is that once you decide, it happens so fast sometimes that your head will spin. Like for me, it was a week, a week, a week between when I truly decided that I was going to make 2016 the year I become a bestseller and when it actually happened, one week. So it's crazy. But when your mind gets in the right place and you remove all the barriers to actually creating the thing you want to see in your reality, then it has to show up because there's no way around it. You decided it. So deciding is absolutely insanely important part of the process. And you'll know when you've truly decided something because all the other options will no longer be a thing. They'll, the other possibilities, the other outcomes, you won't even think about them anymore because you're so focused on that one thing that you want, being a best-selling author. So then the third step in the formula is align. So no matter what you want for your writing life, whether it's being a bestseller or something else, you have to be aligned with it. So what does that mean? Basically, it means you have to be thinking, speaking, and acting in alignment with what you want to see happen. So for example, if you're saying you want to be a bestselling author, but you don't write every day, you haven't published anything yet, and you don't make writing a priority, then you're not in alignment with your dream of being a best-selling author. Another example. So maybe you say you want to be a best-selling author and you've got a couple of books out there for sale, but you hold beliefs like, I'm not good enough writer to be a bestseller, or it's not possible to be a best-selling author, you just don't believe it. Well, then again, you're not in alignment with that goal. So alignment is everything. It's the foundation for building a writing career. 
because what you think, what you say, and what you do matter. And if they're not aligned, you're going to find yourself spinning in circles, possibly for years, trying to figure out why it's not working. And then you may even quit because you get to a point where you just don't think you can make it happen. But the second you get aligned and you take the actions, you get your mind in the right place, everything changes. So like I mentioned, in 2016, you know, this year, earlier this year, I decided that I was going to step up my writing career and take things to a whole new level. So I was ready to be a best-selling author. So I was ready to publish more books. And at the time, my habits and my mindset were not in the right place. They were not where they needed to be to get me to either of those goals. So I had to do a complete overhaul of my writing habits. So I dropped my excuses. I made writing my number one priority every single day above everything else. I committed to at least 15 minutes a day, bare minimum. And I also committed to amping up my daily mindset practice. So every day I write my reality in a journal. I do this twice a day when I first wake up and when I go to bed. I write a page or two just writing intentional statements of what I want to see happen in my life. And then I also do a combination of meditation and visualization once a day, sometimes twice, depends on the day, um, anywhere from five to seven minutes, sometimes three or four minutes if I don't have a lot of time, but I try to always do something every single day. So by doing these things, I was finally in alignment with my dream of being a best-selling author because I was showing up every day, I was doing the work, and most importantly, I was being the writer that I needed to be both in my mind and in my physical reality. So I wasn't just sitting in my mind thinking I'm a best-selling author, but I was taking action in my physical reality to create what I desired to see happen. And then out of that alignment came the bestseller status. So I literally thought and acted my way to number one, which is what is possible when you use this formula and when you take action. You can really think your way to number one. And yes, of course, you're taking action. It's not just about thinking. But by thinking different thoughts, it changes the actions that you take automatically. All right, so step four in the formula is to uninstall. So basically what that means is right now, you have a bunch of old limiting negative beliefs programmed into your subconscious. Now, some of them might be conscious, but a lot of them are subconscious, which means you're not totally aware that they're there, but they're taking effect on your life without you even realizing it. And one way that you can recognize your limiting beliefs in action is to just look around at your reality and see where things are at. So if you are seeing things that you don't necessarily like, then you obviously have some limiting beliefs that are causing those things to be there because you create your own reality and you do it with your mind, your beliefs, and your actions. So if you're not seeing what you want to see, then you obviously have some digging to do. Now, it's very unfortunate because we're raised a lot of times to be told and believe things that are holding us back from being all that we can be in our writing lives and our lives in general because we've been taught things by other people that don't necessarily ring true for us but we still for some reason believe that they are because we've been told that forever and those people are only teaching you the best that they know and they're teaching you based on the things that people taught them from the best that they know so it's not anybody's fault but the idea is just it will hold you back and it will stop you from getting where you want to go so it's time to uninstall those old beliefs and thoughts from your mental computer. So your brain is like a computer and you can take away those beliefs at any point and install new ones, but it does take action to make it happen. So by uninstalling the beliefs and the thoughts that no longer serve you, you're making space for the new uplifting beliefs and thoughts to be programmed in. So these are the beliefs and the thoughts that are actually going to be aligned with your writing goals and with your, you know, the direction you're trying to take, where you're trying to go with your writing career. 
So when I realized that I had limiting beliefs that were holding me back from being the best-selling author that I dreamed of being, so you know, the number one being I didn't believe it was possible for me, I had to release them. And so what I did instead was create a new belief, which is I am a best-selling author. Now, when I first did that, it wasn't actually true. So I was telling myself I'm a best-selling author, but it wasn't actually true yet. But I knew that I wanted to make it happen and I believed that it would happen. And so again, I just kept writing it over and over again. I'm a best-selling author. I am a multi-book bestseller. All my books hit number one. So I was writing this out in my journal every single day for three months and taking massive action in my physical reality before it actually happened. But the thing is you can't just create new beliefs until you uncover the old ones that are holding you back. So first you have to uninstall. So really look at those negative limiting beliefs that you have and really just see what they are and get a good feel for them. Because once you do, you can start reprogramming the opposite. So step five in the best-selling author mindset formula is to reprogram. So now that you've dug up all the old negative beliefs and the thoughts that no longer serve the direction you wanna go, it's time to reprogram your mind with new uplifting beliefs that will support you getting where you wanna go. So as one of my favorite, favorite people in the world says, Esther Hicks, she says, a belief is just a thought you keep thinking, which basically means that you get to choose what you believe by choosing what you think. It's pretty cool, right? So I actually have on my wall, I did a little uh, canvas painting of a belief is just a thought you keep thinking because it's so important to remember that. It's a belief is just a thought you keep thinking. So if you change the way you think, you can change the things you believe and by changing the things you believe and think, you change the results you see in your physical reality because what you believe in your mind has to show up. It's just how it is. So again, this means that you can uninstall any beliefs that you have currently that don't work for you and you can choose to install any beliefs that you wanna have. So since your beliefs create your reality, you have to choose the one that support, the ones rather, that support where you wanna go. Otherwise, you'll just keep working against yourself, which is what's happening now. So you've got to get into alignment, obviously, but then you have to not sabotage yourself by hanging on to those old beliefs that are getting in the way. Because the truth is, you're an unlimited being, you are living in an unlimited universe, and you can have absolutely anything you dream of having, but it all comes down to what you believe. So if you believe you'll be a best-selling author and that it's possible for you to be a best-selling author, then guess what? You will be a best-selling author. There's no way around it. You've got those beliefs installed, so it's going to happen as long as you keep going, keep doing the work, and don't give up. So really program yourself with the beliefs that you want to see happen. And you can do that by writing in a journal every day, you know, writing intentions of what you want to create. You can do that by meditating, by repeating affirmations. There's a lot of different ways to program new beliefs, but it's really just about your thinking and changing the way you think. All right, step six is to feel it. So the next part of the puzzle is really about feeling like you already have what it is that you want. So if you want to create something and you want to bring it into your physical reality, you must feel like you already have it. So this just goes completely past thinking about it or even visualizing it, but you have to actually feel it emotionally. So this is where things get tougher, obviously, because we're not taught to feel our emotions and even we're not taught how to conjure up those emotions if you want to intentionally feel them. So, you know, this is something like actors are really good at because they have to be good at crying on this spot if they need to or, you know, being angry or, you know, whatever it is that they need for their scene, they have to be really good at it. And writers, I almost feel like sort of do too because you're writing emotion on the page. So you have to be good at bringing those emotions up. So if you're not yet, this is something that you should practice because it will help your writing as well as help you manifest and create the things you want for your writing life. 
So you have to feel it and it, it comes down to practice. So that's what it's really all about. It's just you got to practice it. And the more you practice feeling those emotions that you want to feel, the more you'll actually feel them without having to try to feel them. So for me, the best way to feel like I already have something is to visualize, visualize myself already having it. And then from there, I amp up the feeling by actually splicing in images of myself having what I want with images of things that make me feel really happy. So a lot of times, if I can't get that happy feeling yet, like if I'm trying to meditate and I just can't get that feeling, I'll imagine pictures of my dog. So I'll imagine my dog running around and just playing and having fun because my dog always makes me smile and he always makes me laugh and he always makes me feel happy. So I know that by focusing on my dog for a few seconds, I can bring that happy feeling to life. And then from there, I can connect that happy feeling to what it is I want to create for my writing life. So I splice in the images of me having the best-selling status, having the you know book that's being turned into a movie and having the big writing career and whatever I want. I just sort of bring that into the picture. And if I feel like I'm starting to lose the feeling, then I bring the picture of the dog back into my mind and just focus on that. So it's about feeling the emotions because when you amp up the emotions and then you associate those emotions with having what it is you want to have, you know, being a bestseller, you really supercharge your visualization. So how to know if you're feeling it, you know? So how do you know if you're feeling it? How do you know if what you're feeling is going to help you get where you want to go? And that's really just you have to ask yourself, do I feel good? So good means different things to different people. It can mean happy, joyful, grateful, loved, uh, connected. But overall, good is that feeling you're aiming for when you visualize because that's what's going to help you feel like you already have what you want. It's also going to make having some patience easier because one thing that is a big part of creating what you want is realizing that it's going to take time. And so you have to have patience built into the process or you will go crazy. You will drive yourself nuts just, you know, freaking out and worrying. The thing is, and this is a quote that I absolutely love. It's from the book, A Course in Miracles. And it says, those who are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. And so it's super important to realize that. So by, by reminding yourself of that, but also feeling good and finding ways to feel good. So that, you know, whether that's visualization or meditation or exercise or whatever you do that makes you feel really good, that's going to just help you amp up the feelings of, I already have these things that I want. And so it's going to be easier to wait for them and to just take action. And even if you're not seeing results, knowing that it's coming, if you just keep going, feeling is absolutely a huge part of making the mindset stuff work better because you can think things all you want, but again, if you don't feel it, if you don't feel like it's true, then it's not going to be. So like for me, until I got to a point where I felt on the inside that I was going to be a best-selling author this year, it would never have happened because my mind would never believe it. But when I got to a place where I was like, okay, I believe it's possible for me. And now I'm going to feel that this is the year it's going to happen. Like I just knew it. I felt it on every level of my being. This is it. And so it was. And that's, you know, that's the whole point. So you got to feel it and you got to visualize it and you got to know that this is what you're creating. And then the last step in the formula is to act from where you want to be. So this is a little bit outside of the mindset thing, but obviously, like I said, when you change the way you think and you change your beliefs and your mindset is in a different place, the way you act will automatically change. That's just a given. And so acting from where you want to be is what's known as acting as if. So that's pretending like you already have the thing that you say you want. So that would be, in this case, pretending that you already are the best-selling author that you dream of being. 
And then you take action in your physical reality from that place. So yes, I said pretend. And the reason you have to pretend is because pretending is a powerful way to play with the universe and the magic of manifesting to bring what you want into reality. So acting as if is a big part of the mindset formula because when you aren't acting as if you're a best-selling author, then it's going to be very hard to call that into your reality because action is needed. Your mind is not enough. So your mind is a big part of it. That's where creation starts, but it manifests physically from action taking. So super important just to keep that in mind. But the idea is it's not just about any old action. You want to take actions that are aligned with the writing goal that you have and who you want to be as a writer and an author. So the best-selling author mindset formula is about combining energetic mindset actions with practical, aligned, physical actions that are going to help you get to number one. So it's acting from the place of already being where you want to be is the equivalent to taking massive action in your physical reality. So acting from, you know, maybe you don't know what that means or maybe you're not really sure what I mean by that. So I just want to give you like an example is it's imagining you're already the successful best-selling author you dream of being. And then every single day when you wake up, you act from that place and you ask yourself the question. So you ask yourself, you know, what would a best-selling author do? Well, a best-selling author would sit down and do their writing. They wouldn't skip their session. They wouldn't make excuses. A best-selling author would show up every day and be on social media and, you know, share their books and tell people about them because a best-selling author is a marketing person. They know how to get the word out about their books. Well, that's one thing you would want to be doing if you want to be a best-selling author. Not just, you know, going, well, I'm not a bestseller yet, or, oh, I don't have a book out, so I have nothing to talk about on social media, so I'm not going to show up today. Like, that's a best-selling author would never do that. So an author who's a bestseller obviously acts a lot different from an author who's an amateur, who doesn't even have, you know, a consistent writing practice. So here's another example. I want to be featured in Writer's Digest magazine. So I actually scheduled into my calendar two appointments where I'd be meeting with an editor from Writer's Digest. Now, it's all pretend at this point, obviously, but the point is by putting the appointments into my calendar and then on the day of the appointment, showing up to my desk, pretending that I'm sitting there because I'm going to have a conversation with a Writer's Digest editor, I'm showing the universe that I believe, that I know that I will eventually be meeting with an editor from Writer's Digest about being featured in the magazine regardless of if that is happening right now. And that is what acting as if looks like. So just to run through the recap of the formula, just to kind of go back through, get clear is the very first step. So get clear on what it is that you want. Decide. So that's decide exactly what it is that you are going to have, what it is that you want to have. Make the decision that it's already yours, even if it hasn't shown up yet. Then you have to align, that's number three. So get aligned with where you wanna go. So that's, whether that's mindset, whether that's actions in your physical reality, if you're not doing things that are going to lead you in that direction, then it's time to pivot. Um, number four, it's uninstall. So removing all the old beliefs and limiting ways of thinking that are getting in your way right now. Uh, five is reprogram. So reprogram, or sorry, um, I, I started talking and I miscounted. Um, yeah, so five is Reprogram. So you're basically reprogramming your mindset. You are getting to a place where you feel like you believe now, you think a certain way, you know exactly what you want to be thinking, and you just make it happen. You believe. You're reprogramming your mindset. Um, number six is feel it. So bring the emotion in and connect it with what it is you want to see happen. So 
you know, for example, in your visualization, you can imagine something that makes you happy. Once you feel those happy emotions, imagine yourself being a best-selling author. Imagine what it looks like, what it will feel like, and then just sort of connect those two things, the emotion and the seeing it in your mind. And then act from where you want to be. That's number seven. So act from where you want to be is all about stepping into that persona now versus waiting until it shows up. Because the thing is, if you keep waiting until it shows up in your reality, you're going to be pretty sad to find that you're waiting a long time and possibly forever. And it's not because you can't make it happen. It's because you're not acting like it's going to happen. So when you believe it's going to happen, you're going to do things that someone who doesn't believe it's going to happen will not do. And that is the difference of acting where you want to be. So get clear, decide, align, uninstall, reprogram, feel it, and act from where you want to be. That is the best-selling author mindset formula. That is the formula that I have used to totally 180% change my life totally this year. And I am the, the writing career that I've always dreamed of. No, I'm not where I want to be, but the thing is I'm working towards it. And I'm much more further along now than I was a year ago and definitely when I first started and even at the beginning of this year. And it's because I have stepped into this persona of I am that author that I dream of being. You can do the same thing. And when you do that, you will literally think your way to number one. Yes, you have to take action. Yes, you have to do the work. But your mindset will take you a big, part, a big portion of the way. And then the rest is just taking action that are aligned, obviously, with where you want to go. So if you enjoyed this and you want to get a copy of this whole formula and all the information that I shared, you can actually go to my website, jenniferblanchard.net, and download my free ebook, The Best-Selling Author Mindset Formula, How to Think Your Way to Number One. It's available right now, so go check it out. And I will catch you next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and leave a review on iTunes, and I will catch you next time.